You're listening to Being Jim Davis, home of the Heisman Trophy. True. My name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. Chris, it's Sunday, December 21st, 1980. Today we're reading the 917th ever Garfield strip. True. That's a, that's a fact. What happens in this Garfield? John, in today's Garfield... <laughs> this is a really good this is a really good synopsis john and and prefacing it by saying that will only make it more enjoyable <laughs> john in today's garfield if we make the panels bigger we don't have to make as many of them <laughs> chris truer words we're seldom spoken so true <laughs> So this is a Sunday panel. Traditionally, you're going to have six, seven, eight, perhaps even perhaps nine yeah, or ten panels. Ten or twelve. John, I've how heard, many panels? I've heard some people have some people have told stories of uh-huh. Sunday strips with twenty-seven panels. John, the legends are true, uh-huh. but not today. Yeah. John, based on your based on your expert knowledge of the ordinal numbers. Yeah. How many panels would you say that we have on today's strip? I'd say we have a fascinating quadrilogy of panels here. And that the number... I think you're absolutely right, except that, for the word fascinating. Yeah. Tetralogy, probably better. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're both good. Whatever, it's fine. I, ca- I think of it as a triptych plus one. <laughs> a, 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 a baker's triptych. A baker's triptych. <laughs> exactly. Okay. All right, panel one. Four panels. Tall uh-huh. panel one. Yeah. Big old. So tall. Big old tall, tall and thin. Um, this one's not that thin, though. Yeah. Uh, this one's tall and stout. Do you think, I mean, was he, like, just itching to draw, like, all these vertically themed um, vignettes? Like, I don't know. Like, was just it, the one. Is yeah, this a Garfield strip that was crying out to be to be written down? This is, okay. I mean, in fairness... You know what? Let's describe it. First. Okay. Let's describe it. Okay. Fine. Let's Panel one. depart from tradition and describe it before we talk about it. John Arbuckle is yanking on Garfield's leash, which is attached to Garfield's collar, which is around Garfield's neck. Mm-hmm. And because he's he smiling. Uh huh. He's looking at the audience, yep. saying, "Cats can be broken to the leash if you just hang in there." Uh, broken broken to, the to the leash is a horrifying turn of phrase. <laughs> It has a um, broken kind of to the leash. Is one of my favorite death metal albums. Yeah, that was a Cannibal Corpse album, I believe. Broken to the leash. Broken yeah. to the leash. I think leash. that was right yeah. after Eaten Back to Life. Mm-hmm. Um, Garfield leaning back and straining, uh, uh, grimacing his mouth, you know, to display those those teeth looking like pillows and or stacked mattresses, depending who you ask. Um, panel two. John's lost interest. I'm just going to describe these really quickly. No, I'm, panels I'm, two, I'm three, and four. I'm, no I'm right there with you. Okay, Garfield I'm is. I'm doing it. I'm just you know. I'm also Garfield on the and John page are outside. Discography. Garfield and John are outside. Wow, even back to life was the first one. 
Yep, whatever. Garfield and John are outside. Um, Garfield is running like crazy. Big old motion line coming out of his ass. And John, somewhat perplexingly, is... It's like he's weightless. It's really hard for me to figure out what's happened here. He's upside... He's flying in the air above Garfield. He's upside down. He's holding onto the leash as if Garfield's, like, pulling him along because Garfield started running so fast. But the leash is clearly showing a lot of slack. A lot of slack. And also, like, if if he were pulling him along, like, John would be behind him. Yeah. 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 He wouldn't be up in the air. Yeah. Also, Also... Garfield has these powerful motion lines. Yeah. John Arbuckle, no motion none at all. lines. Yeah, no, he is just suspended John up in the air. John is not in motion. Yeah, like he's cle- like that's what's drawn. Like he's not in motion. He feels precarious. We're being told that John Arbuckle is not in motion. Yeah, I, I have to say, great shot of John Arbuckle's ass in this panel. I agree with you, and I want to move nice. on. Okay, okay, so maybe what's going on here mm-hmm. is. This is like several hours later. Uh-huh. Right. John is just John is just suspended in air. Garfield is running by. John is attempting to catch him as he goes by. Mm. I kind of feel like that's the only reading that makes sense. Yeah, but then John would be in motion. No, 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 no. John's not in motion. He's how, just, he, how is he suspended in the air? Well, that's a power that he has. I mean, look. Oh, I don't, it's I, one of his powers. Do I have to answer all the, everything for you? No. John Godbuckle. John Godbuckle. Um, Gilbert Godbuckle. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Cats can be broken to the leash I just if you just hang in there. I just remembered the character John Unbuckle. <laughs> <laughs> Um, shout out to who came up with that? It was a guy. It was a guy. <laughs> we'll fix it in post. Um, yeah. uh, yeah, no, uh, Garfield is running through the open leash that John just has. I guess. <laughs> well, that's what's drawn. I, I mean, John's not in motion. Yeah. Doesn't quite well. Okay. Sorry, I lost. I lost track. I was looking at our list of past co-hosts to try and to try and remember <laughs> who, who came up with the delightful, delightful name John Unbuckle. Um, and I, I feel bad. I can't remember who it was. Could it have been Matthew Taché? Possibly. I don't know. No, I don't think so. No, fuck you, Matthew Taché. Um. Yeah, we'll never know. It was Ethan Smoller. Oh, was it? Yeah. Could easily have been Ethan Smollett. Yeah, episode 845. There you go. Friday, October 10th, 1980. That was was the genesis of John Unbuckle. Yes. The genesis and only appearance of John Unbuckle. Yeah. Um, Okay, in panel three, Garfield uh, comes to a tree, and he's been, like, shooting along the ground like a hover cat. Mm Mm-hmm. And he does that thing cartoon characters do where he gets to just before the tree and then does a 90-degree turn up mm-hmm. the tree but doesn't touch the ground or the tree. He approaches the tree asymptotically. I'm not sure I agree with that, but okay. You're welcome. I don't think he's getting uh, ever closer to the tree as he goes upwards. Well, whatever. 
Yeah, yeah, it's fair. Uh, panel four, Garfield is sitting, he's super bored. He's sitting on a branch of the tree. And uh, John Arbuckle is hanging from Garfield's leash, suspended in the air, apparently now sort of following the laws of gravity. Yeah, some even though he's bound really heavy. It seems like Gar- he should just be pulling Garfield off the branch, but whatever. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean... Uh, what are you going to do? Gilbert Godfield is, you know... I mean, he can probably make his body, you know, any mass that he wants. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. John Godbuckle. <laughs> John Godbuckle. Um, um, yeah. Okay, so... I do... Look. One thing... One thing I don't like about today's strip is panel one uh-huh. and then how panel four references to it. You know, if you just hang in there, uh, broken to the leash frightens me. Oh, my God. Go on. Hang in there. I didn't get that. Yeah, that's the joke. He's hanging in there. I actually think that's pretty good. All right. Whatever. No, you I, know why I think it's good, right? Why? Because no, it, it, there's no there's no dialogue bubble coming out of john that says i didn't mean it like this oh god that would have made this so much worse yeah okay admirable self-restraint on the part of jim davis yeah he just he just he just hints at a dumb bit of yeah he shows he doesn't tell yeah so good for him in that regard yeah um panel one not that great i do feel like panels two three and four jim davis is really making the most of these um, tall, skinny panels. Uh-huh. Even to the point of panel two being very physically, unla- like, just perplexing as yeah. to why John Harbuckle would be upside down like and suspended up in the air. It need to be that way. It's not really serviced by being that way. But, but yeah, the final panel was it clearly what he in, came it, up with first. I, I think all three panels look good. As, like, panel two doesn't make sense physically. But it's a funny picture. I feel like it would be... And it's be, something we haven't seen before because we haven't seen this panel yeah. configuration. I feel like it might be a little bit stronger if the... I mean, it's just an aesthetic thing. Um, mm-hmm. If the uh, the ground were at the same level in each panel, because it's kind of weird. Like it, like we start out... Oh, like I see down, And then we get higher up and then we get higher up still. Yeah. I, I, and I, panel I would want to see that, that continuity of the horizon line. Yeah, where it should just get you know, lower, and you could you could because the way the tree is, mm-hmm. like you could you could picture it as as you know like we're seeing the left half of the tree and then the right half of the tree, but just mm. if it didn't also go up. Yeah, you know, and I like that um, kind of style that you see in comics sometimes, where the panels line up with the you know just like one big drawing. Yeah, it's yeah. one big drawing, but divided up in yeah. time by pan. That's that's fun. Um, panel one, I feel like Jim Davis doesn't make much use of the ultra high panels. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of empty space above the, uh, speech bubble. Yeah. You should have drawn that, a, that a picture is... on the wall of John's mother or something. Yeah. Yeah. That one, that one, I feel like, um, not that great, but the others I'm, I'm quite happy with. The thing that really grabs me, the more I look at this is that John Arbuckle is not wearing his standard shirt. Oh Yeah. Oh, His shirt, call. he's wearing like a purple shirt. He's wearing a mauve shirt. Could be mauve, it could be purple. It could be lilac. <laughs> it could be a balloon, it could be Frankie, it could be very fresh yeah. and clean. We have we have no... It's 
so fresh, so clean, for sure. We have no way of knowing what color this shirt is. Um, I think we we're both agreed on that. Yeah, there's no, I mean, there's no way to measure that. No, you no. Know? Colors cannot. No, I mean, colors just... are purely subjective. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, I mean, who yeah, knows, they... you know, how much red, green, or blue is in there, for instance. Or... No, there's no way of knowing. Yeah. Well, there's no way of knowing. There's a lot of different angles you could take at, at it, you know? Yeah. To talk yeah, about color, the views, I mean, you know? it's just, you know, who's to say? Howard Hughes, you know? Uh-huh. Um, um, are you just vamping ho- in hopes that I will check the hex code, John? Are you hosting? I thought I was hosting. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Am I hosting? Uh, no one will check the hex code because the podcast is over. You've Fair been enough. listening to Being Jim Davis. There are certain queer times and occasions in this strange mixed up affair we call life when a man takes this whole universe for a vast practical joke. Though the wit thereof he but dimly discerns, and more than suspects that the joke is at nobody's expense but his own. You can support the show, blah, 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 blah. Thank you for listening, and good night. John, that hex code, 8187FB. 8187FB. Thank you, and good night. podcast was brought to you by the pitch drop podcast network like what you just heard support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop and while you're at it check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows